Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hello, and thank you for joining us. I'm Jeff Newell. I'm a child neurologist at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. And today joining me is uh, Dr. Alan Percy, uh, who's also a child neurologist at the University of Alabama in Birmingham. We're going to be talking a little bit about novel investigational treatment options uh, for Red Syndrome. You know, Alan, at the beginning of the year, you know, we, uh, as we have been since we've been treating people with Red Syndrome, um, we had no approved FDA-approved drugs for Red Syndrome. So, you know, maybe you could tell us a little bit about how you would manage uh, symptoms of Red Syndrome um, when we had no approved uh, drugs. Yes, the the spectrum is really quite broad. Uh, first, there is a, an issue with uh, eating or in bowel movements. Um, so the one have to know, has to look at whether the swallowing is uh, uh, happening normally, whether there's gastroesophageal reflux or whether there's constipation. Uh, in addition, we have uh, dis- uh, difficulties with sleep, uh, difficulties with uh, development of scoliosis, uh, some uh, girls have difficulties with uh, uh, interaction with other children and or with the family, and they may be uh, quite aggressive uh, or maybe very anxious, can't go out in public uh, because they just uh, go ballistic. So uh, there are a wide variety of therapies that one had to uh, consider across time. Uh, yeah, I mean, and you think about seizures, and of course, you know, we were we've always just been using, you know, uh, symptomatic treatments um, that we'd use for any other thing like constipation, as you mentioned, or seizures. Um, and you know, I think we all have just clinical experience and anecdotes about things working, but n- never have had formal uh, tests of it. So we have guidelines on how to take care of people, um, but you know, they're really practice guidelines based on people's clinical experience. Um, you know, how do you think, you know, now that uh, we have a first FDA approved um, drug for Rett syndrome, how do you think this is going to start uh, changing the landscape of, of management of people with Rett syndrome? Yeah, certainly the uh, families are, are quite interested in uh, this agent and are uh, eager to begin uh, the treatment. Uh, the question is, uh, one of the uh, principal uh, side effects of the agent is uh, diarrhea, which uh, is di- diametrically opposed to the problems with retina, which usually is constipation. So it will be important to address uh, the the management and uh, whether it's a reduction in dose, uh, pausing in dose, uh, to modify and and still maintain the effects of this agent, the positive effects. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, since nearly everybody with Rett syndrome has constipation that can be quite severe, you know, we have a lot of people, um, almost everybody, it seems like, is on some sort of form of laxative or modification of diet to decrease the the, the consistency of the hardness of the stool so they have to 
work on constipation. So, I mean, thinking about putting an agent that probably causes diarrhea, we're probably going to have to adjust uh, the medicines that we're giving them to uh, decrease the constipation even before starting uh, the trophinotide, which will probably cause this uh, diarrhea, you know, that has the likelihood of um, increasing um, diarrhea, uh, which again, uh, the opposite of what we normally see in Red Syndrome. So, uh, uh, this will be a, a definite challenge uh, because it's quite opposite to what we have had experienced in the past. And uh, in addition to that challenge is the issue of access for the uh, various uh, uh, individuals, um, whether there is private insurance, or whether there is uh, uh, Medicaid or uh, even Medicare uh, uh, issues. Uh, those will be will have to be dealt with in the in the future. Uh, fortunately, there is a single uh, pharmacy uh, which is uh, responsible for providing the medication, and uh, we hope that we gain experience with this uh, rapidly over the next uh, several weeks and months. Absolutely. Well, it's an exciting times to have a, a, a an actual FDA approved drug. Um, for Red Syndrome, and I expect we will see more clinical trials moving forward. I just want to say thank you, Alan, for uh, joining us, and thank you all for listening to this today. It was my pleasure. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME Incorporated and is part of our Minute CME curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.